Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh. At the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink. And let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. Hey there, everyone. It's the Bailey and Curly Unfiltered Podcast, and we're actually doing this live on YouTube. So wow. how, how how are you, Mr. Bailey? Hang on to your seats, everyone. I'm good, Mr. <laughs> Curly. How are you? I am fantastic. I, I don't know what this is going to be like today, so... I um just doing it live. We we people are gonna see well if people tune in, they're gonna see what this is all about. So interesting. So how's your so tell us about your week, mate? What have you been up to in that wonderful state of Victoria? Rock on well, speak this is something like it's no secret that COVID has divided people whether like you're you're over here or you're over there friday night st kilda beach yeah yeah what yeah you seen about that everyone went down there no mask so did you see it uh we we saw the hysteria that was in the media yeah, it was sort of uh, funny. A girl went up and kissed the camera, and the camera was all fogged up. <laughs> and then the news reporter's there with his mask, and no one else was wearing a mask. And yeah, a guy kissed the kissed the reporter on the on the side of the forehead. And Mate. you know, obviously, I hope it doesn't prolong what we're currently going through here in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. But I realised last night. When I seen that, I didn't feel alone. Because, you know, yeah. I'm down here in my under the bubble. I live alone. I'm not working as much. And I know I'm not the only one, but you don't see it. And then to see that Friday night, everyone down having a good time in Melbourne, I thought, yeah. fuck, I love Melbourne. I fucking love it. <laughs> like, good on you, Melbourne. Because if you, uh, don't yeah. stand, if you don't stand up for something, you're going to fall for anything. Yeah, and and we we're seeing that time and time again, aren't we? And, and honestly, you know, some of these photos, like you know, up here in Queensland, they've had people take photos of people in markets and whatnot, and say, "Look at the social distancing." The reality is that, depending on your angle, it it looks so much worse than what it is. People are mostly being respectful of space and yep. social distancing, and. If you get the angle, um, well, if you're mischievous and you want the angle to make it look worse than what it is, of course it's going to look bad. So, but what I saw with St Kilda, and I, and I, I see, I, I've seen the footage that you referred to, is just relief from people. That oh, exactly. It's like I don't know if anyone was swimming. I don't know if the beach. I'm assuming the beaches are closed, but yeah. It was sort of a fuck you, damn, because our announcement since we've last spoken was you can now go hiking, you can now go fishing in your 5K radius. 
Yeah. Like, don't yeah. fucking patronize us, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, if you're lucky enough to live within 5Ks of the beach, that's awesome. That's or, great. or the river, or, but most people don't. No. So. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go climb my back fence into the neighbours. That'll be my hike. Hiking over the fence and back. Like, it's just... And it still seems no sign of him sort of, or or Victoria, being released from the shackles. It seems like you've been tightly wound into this thing. And and we keep hearing from Andrews that it's working, it's working, the numbers are coming down. But sooner or later, he's got to... Well, the government's got to trust people to do the right thing, you know. Mm. And and one of the things that came through my head when I heard about the um, cluster out of, is it Cranbourne Shopping Centre? Chadston. Chadston. And, um, and that was one of the, the scenes of the anti-mask or, or freedom rallies. But that's where they met. And I thought to myself, being cynical as I am, yeah. um, I thought, I wonder if that's true. Well, or whether they've just said it's from Chadston, but then on obviously my research, there was obviously some cleaners that have come into contact with it. They're a high-risk category, and they've ultimately spread it within their family. So I can understand that. But but I, but that's how cynical and mistrustful that we've become of the government because my, my immediate thought was that's bullshit, and they're only saying that because of the fact that there was a freedom rally held at that particular shopping center. Oh, yeah, and they're like, and now it's the beach. Like, obviously no one was prepared for Friday night beach. And then, of of course, the next two days, cops were down there. Yeah. So, like, we've had people, I read yesterday, two people got caught in a cafe in a suburb called Kilmore, which is out regional Victoria, and they were also caught getting a haircut. Because we can't get a haircut here, like... So, yeah, people and now everyone in that cafe that whole day they're being asked to quarantine. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I did hear recently, which is really good, I yeah. agree, is we're not fucking scared anymore. The fear is gone. It's slowly like at first the panic buying, everyone the fear, but yeah. our fear is just we just don't give a fuck anymore. And I'm not yeah. saying I'm going to go down to the beach. Yeah. Like, you know, one thing that happened to me the other day, I put up a photo on my story and I was out for a skate. Yeah. And I always I always wear a helmet because I know the dangers of, if I come off my head hits, I know how quickly I can lose my life. Yeah. I don't, I don't wear a mask when I'm on skateboarding. I have one in my pocket. I should have it because all the bugs can sometimes fly my mouth. So a mask <laughs> might not be the, you know, but I carry one in my pocket. As far as I'm concerned, I'm exercising. I'm going 30 k's an hour. If I could, you know, and, you know, there's people out there. I don't, and that's what I mean about the fear. Like people are in their front yards with a mask on. I'm yeah. on the lawn. I'm like, what are you doing? Like you're in your own home. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, there's, there's fear driven. Back, but yeah. back to the, the, the photo I posted on my story. Yeah. I had a photo of me out my skate. I said, wear a helmet. It could save your life, unlike wearing a mask. <laughs> Boy, did that cause a fucking riot. Yeah. yeah. So you've been arguing with people again about COVID. Oh, but this time it felt different. <laughs> this yeah. usually, I've, usually I've backed down because, like, what do I know? Who am I to say anything? Yeah. Yeah. It's just my opinion. But you know what? This time, this guy was like fucking going off. Like, I know him. Yeah. I had, to, I had to block him. I had to block him. I was getting like, wow. I was on the phone at the same time. I had like six messages from him at once before I could even open it. Like, it was nuts. And he was just going on, calling me an anti-masker. And that may be so, but I still wear a mask. I may yeah, be yeah. against them and I hate wearing them, but I do the right thing and I wear a yeah. mask. Shopping centres, petrol stations, which is, yeah. you know. When, so- when, you're, when you're coming into contact with people, which is what the recommendations 
um, would be, you know, and this whole masturbate, I mean, you think about it going back to when all these things started, people, we were told don't bother about a mask. The research indicates that they don't do a great deal of work. Um, And then all of a sudden along the way, all of a sudden the masks have become the defining saviour for for a pandemic that's got a 99.6% recovery rate. Speaking so, of that recovery rate, <laughs> if if there was zero point three percent of if there was zero point three chance of rain, would you go out with an umbrella? No, no. I'm in Queensland. We don't go out with umbrellas unless exactly. it's down. <laughs> exactly. I've been there when it's raining. But zero point three percent chance of rain, you would not go out with an umbrella. Yeah. Same with COVID and the percentage rates. Yeah. You know, you know, so, but, yeah, so that was an interesting convo. And I've been that guy before, like, it was just like a full-on attack, 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 and he's like, I'm seeing people die and all this sort of stuff. And Has he? Oh, he reckons he has. He's over well, in England. He's over in England, yeah. in London, and they're... Um, Death rates are coming down all around the world, so... Yep. And uh, yeah, I got into a I got into a few little Facebook or social media <laughs> social media brawls and not that that's not your thing, Bailey, Mister no, Bailey. But, no, it, it's not. But I have been that guy before where I'll comment something. I'll be the first person to comment negative or whatever. And I and I working hard, not doing that anymore, and just spreading the love and the positivity yeah. and. Yeah having a bit of a laugh on, you know, on social media. And, yeah, there was – I can't remember what the tag was. But anyway, yeah, someone I knew just didn't agree. And I just replied with the laughing – no, I reacted with the laughing emoji. I was like, you know what, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to laugh at it. He then commented again, and I was like, all right, boxing gloves are on, let's go. And – it was all about like the mask and people dying and all that sort of stuff, COVID. And he was like, you know, I mentioned the economy. He said the economy will recover. People won't. I said, you close down businesses. People lose money. People get depressed. People for themselves, there's a death. Mm. Yeah. And that was pretty, and that was, that was pretty much it. I was, I was pretty proud of that conversation. I was like, well, <laughs> Okay, the economy, you know. Um, yeah. Okay, lock the economy down so people don't get COVID, but then people killing themselves, it's still a death. So. Yeah. And and you know. the whole the whole drama that, that I see, Maddie, is that everyone has now got a greater dependency on the government than what we did have before. Which, yeah, I had no which idea is, who our Premier was before this. Yeah. Which which is um which is not a good thing, you know. The amount of people on JobKeeper or JobSeeker or businesses right, yeah. being held afloat, you know, that, those sorts of things. All of a sudden, you know, a portion of my um, money that I get every month is coming from the government. I've never had money coming from the government ever. Yeah. And while I'm incredibly grateful and appreciative of that, the reality is that we've now got more people dependent on the government. Now, when we come out of this, when we ultimately come out of this, we actually need business to drive employment. You know, from an yeah. from a from a sheer sense, not everyone can be employed by the government like we all are now. And yeah. there's going to come a time when the government says, "Well, yeah, you know, we're a trillion dollars in debt now." Um, which is what the budget figures and are sort of forecasting over the next four years. Um, we can't afford to pay everyone, so guess what? Go out and sort yourselves out. And yeah. you know, we we uh, it it's just infuriating that it's not a health debate over an economy debate. This is a greater good debate on what does this thing look like now. And what does it look like in 12 months? Because there are going to be so many people that have either lost their mojo, uh, lost their lives, lost their income, all of this stuff yeah. because of the extreme 
response to the health risk, which no matter where you are in the world would indicate that it's a 99% recovery, regardless what strategy was utilised. So, yeah. so it's, it seems an incredibly extreme response. And what you guys are going through in Victoria is borderline ridiculous. But you've got yeah, 50% of the population that are sitting there potentially in secure jobs, potentially getting paid. Maybe they're public servants. Maybe they're, you know, they're in a COVID unaffected industry. And they're sitting there saying, isn't it great that everyone's safe and everyone else is sort of... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home... For details, T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Saying, well, I, that's awesome. What am I fucking eating tonight? Because I've got no food to put on the table. Yeah, so. I understand that. And, that. and that's what we've spoken about before. But, you know, yeah, all the people who went to the beach Friday night, I think they're probably the ones that have been either lost their job or in a similar position to me where the hours being cut back until yeah. things do pick back up. And they're like, yeah. we've had enough. Like, yeah. And we've, you know, the people that are, you know, we need contact. Head, uh, yeah. The people that are down on the head are the ones that haven't been affected. They still go to yeah. work. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It um, is um, a really horrible situation, but you had some good news this week. It's today, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's today, 8th of October, 2020. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, exactly a year ago today, yeah. I took mum took mum to Hawaii. Oh, Wishka. Do you want to know something really funny about today? Today, I was supposed to be on a plane with my wife heading to Chicago to run the marathon, which was going to happen on Sunday. Wow. Today, so a year ago today, you're in Hawaii or on your yep. way to Hawaii, yep. just about to have a your first sip of alcohol for. Yeah, remind me like again three, how long? Three years. Yeah, three years. And um, and on the same day today, I should have been heading to Chicago. Do you want to know the really spooky thing about that? that? Is that I've got three of my nephews that were planning a trip to Cancun. At the beginning of the year, and they were unbeknownst to us going to be on the same flight to LA that we were going to be on today. Wow! Yeah, so we twenty twenty sucks. What's more crazy is me and you may have met up in LA because I was actually supposed to be over there now as well. (laughs) Yeah. Um. A buddy of mine who who is American, he is getting yeah. married. He's getting married, which he has now postponed. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the eleventh of October. Yeah. I could be wrong, but he's postponed it a year. But yeah, me and my me and my buddy here, we're, we're going over. He's never been to America, so we were going over. We're going to go to my buddy's wedding, and uh, wow. yeah, so we didn't know which sort of. Date we're going. I think we're going on the fifth, which would have been Monday, Sunday. Yeah, we would have. Yeah, because I had a couple of weeks off, and yeah, but then it didn't happen. So I thought, well, <laughs> all right, I'm going to spend my money on something else. Well, catching and, up um, with you in LA would probably not have seemed such a, a dumb thing to do. Did, did I ever tell you about the time? The first time I ever went to the US was in 2012, right? And I'm yeah. over there with my family and. 
you know, as you know, we've both got a a, a friend in Jeff Jowlett, the former body trim dude, yep. and now he now he's uh, very much centered, uh, much better sp- space nowadays than what he was back then. Very but much. I was walking through Universal Studios, or yeah, um, with the family, and I've turned to Sharon. I said, "That's fucking Jeff Jowlett over there." <laughs> no way. And and Jeff's there with the Channel Seven Sunrise crew or something. They're all over there in LA, and of course I've just walked up and said, "Jeff Rowe," <laughs> and all of a sudden, that's that's crazy. It was so yeah, and of course my kids are so just so totally embarrassed. But anyway, um, but yeah, that was um, that's that was, world. It is. It's just a small yeah. world, and imagine yeah. we could have been over there. Having a bloody um, Sierra Nevada, a nice little yeah. parallel out of the oh, uh, California beautiful. states. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's crazy because I laugh now. Like, since having the drink in Hawaii and coming back, yeah. the world's just yeah. going to shit. I, like, <laughs> I, had, I had more fun when I was sober. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Speaking of, something yeah. I do want to touch on before I lose my train of thought. Yeah, don't so, lose that. No. We spoke like, like I really loved last week's podcast. I was out on a yeah. skate when you, I, was, I was on a skate when you sent it to me. Yeah, and I was like, boom! I'll put it on straight away and just skate it. It was really good. It built my confidence. That the how open I was did a lot for me, and I feel really comfortable. And being Mate, we sober, talked about we talked about porn. We did porn and erections and erections. <laughs> But something that I sort of forgotten about that yeah. being being sober gave me a lot of confidence because I still went out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I picked up girls sober. And yeah. when you don't have I remember you said something to me, courage isn't the thing that you drink on a Friday night. <laughs> was that was that was that it? Yeah. Oh, it's something like that. I, I, so, I say too many insightful things that I then forget about. So. so, but when you're forced to talk to a girl or do anything without the yeah. influence, yeah, you have no choice but to just do yeah. it, and that that builds confidence. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, speaking of booze, I had a I blew off some steam last week. I needed it. <laughs> I needed. I needed. It. I just got a and, got a and, bottle. And this is one of those epidemics that we're starting to see. People sitting at home by themselves. They've got to somehow work their way through. And um, yeah, un- unfortunately, yeah, we do need to blow off steam. So that's so that's a scary thing. Like I live alone, but you know, I I know better. And it was yeah. great. I bought got a six pack of cider, bottle of wine, pack of cigarettes, got grilled for <laughs> dinner. I lit the fire, had the music going. Like I'm not going yeah. to sit there and be depressed and drink, you know. Yeah. I, it was it put was some good. music on. Music was on, so you know, yeah. here through the house, had the fire going, so I was, I was out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was really good. Mm. So speaking yeah. about really good, how are your Saints going to go this weekend? Up the Saints. <laughs> no, I'm worried because Paddy Wright is out. Carlos, I think. Has flowed you've, back to Melbourne. You've got the Tigers, haven't you? Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be hurting was... after the, the Lions spanked their backside last Friday night. Well, hopefully that. Yeah, love was their confidence and ours. Oh, that was <laughs> out, out. Did you watch the Saints game? Uh, I can't say. A... I I saw pockets of it. Yeah. Oh, mate. So, last... who did you guys play again last week? Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, I saw pockets of it, yeah. Um, the third quarter was great. We were up by like 24, 26 or 30 points. Yeah. They only won by three points. They came yeah. back in the last quarter. Yeah, and that's I was, right. Oh, come on, this, yeah, that was a nail-biter. Can that's I share you now. something? Can I share something ridiculous about the Gabba last Friday night? You can. So, so obviously Anastasia worked hard to get the AFL grand final and – you know, she sort of told them, you know, we'll get 40000 there at the grand final and they've been working out ways on how they can do this without being a, a major spreader. So it was really interesting there on Friday night. So they had 23000 and something at the Gabba. The Gabba holds, I think, 40000 max. 
Um, yeah. And when I went to buy my tickets, because I'm a Lions member now, I jumped on that bandwagon at the end of last year. So I'm a yeah. three-game Lions member. So they where so I chose best available, and they it, they put me in the lower tier, about road twenty rows back. So it wasn't a bad seat. But where yeah. we were, it was just we were chockets. You know, everyone so you was went jammed to the in. Brisbane, Richmond. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's jammed in. Everyone's like chockers. People are sitting next to each other, and then you look around the stadium, and then you can see especially up in the upper tier where they've just left some sections just empty. So I think the concept was, well, if some fucker gives them more COVID here, at least it's not going to spread to that group over there. But so, and then you've got our wonderful Dr. Janet Young, who I'm really um, just over um, (laughs) with her announcement saying social distancing. And then, I mean, your social distancing and you're with a stranger on this side and then next to my wife you've got another stranger. So it was really just, oh, look, it was just weird. There was no other way. It was like you suddenly realised that on those big days we jam ourselves in like sardines. I was getting used to going to the footy and having seats on either side that were free. You can spread out, you can enjoy yourself, but all of a sudden we're packed in sardines. But what I thought was really interesting was these major areas that they just left empty. So obviously that that was part of their COVID plan. But you know what I couldn't stop thinking about? If, you know, um, any of those zombie movies where you know, the virus gets into a stadium and then all of a sudden you've got this whole plethora of zombies running, all (laughs) getting infected as it goes around the stadium. Here I am enjoying the game and then thinking, I wonder if they're catching COVID over there and if it's (laughs) all But anyway. It's something that I feel like a lot of, like even the professionals don't understand. No. You know, like I'm looking at, um, like especially actors and stuff from the movie sets. Like a lot of stuff has, re- it's filming, but they can only have a certain amount of people. Yeah. In one in one room. You know, and everyone, I hate that people are justifying. Like, man, if I flew up to Brisbane tomorrow, I'm giving you a bloody hug. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when people, but when people post a photo, they're like, oh, this photo was taken pre-COVID. Yeah. And don't worry with social distancing. Like, you can't get a fine for not social distancing. But, oh, yeah, it's, but, it's just... But can't you? I, I thought you could. I, I, I didn't think you could. <laughs> in like Victoria, you, someone, you, can get, you can get fined for anything in Victoria. There's circles, though. There's, <laughs> like, down at the beach, there's circles on the grass where you have to yeah. stay. Yeah. Um, did you see... This is sort of really yeah. hopeful... Monday night in Darwin, there was a yeah. concert, three and a half thousand people. Mate, it was on the news today. There's a concert of, um, you know, at one of the pubs up here at, on um, Bribey Island or going over to Bribey Island, three and a half thousand, I think, uh, Powderfinger or Bernard Fanning or yeah. some big name. It was um, going to headline it. So, and, but once again, part of me saying, geez, their game. <laughs> You know, because yeah. all it takes is another ten cases, and Anastasia pulls the this everything out from underneath everyone. So, so but seeing um, that photo was it was hopeful. Yeah, things will get back to normal. It's they just will. at what sort of cost. Yeah, um, and and and, I, and as a human race, we can't accept the the fact that people are saying the new normal or the new COVID normal. No, fuck that. We are humans. We need to socially interact. We need to touch. We need to sit opposite each other. Every now and again, you might cop some spit off someone as they're getting excited around what it is that they're talking about. That's Mm. the human race. That's what we do, you know. Um, uh, Yeah, so that's what we have to really work hard to get back to. Not, Not... and I and I and and I, I know that's not on um, our topics for tonight. But when you think no. about Trumpy, when you think about Trumpy, 
over there in the States. And, you know, once again, cynical me says, I wonder if this is all just a strategy for for him to say, you know, he's knocked this thing on its head. But he's now saying to people, don't be scared of COVID. And then everyone else is shouting him down, saying, oh, be scared, be scared. And be scared about anything. Yeah. So, but the reality is that being scared of COVID, being locked down from COVID, hasn't really got rid of COVID. COVID's still out there. So maybe it is a case that we just stop being scared of the bloody thing and we just deal with it. Yeah, I've got something I want to read out here and then we'll talk about about Trump because it is a topic I want to talk about, not him exactly, but something that happened. So someone posted this and this is sort of like, this is where I am 100%. If if, If restaurants open at full capacity... Scares you, stay home. If travelling scares you, stay home. If bars scare you, stay home. If going to offices scare you, stay home. If places without masks, like mandatory masks, scare you, stay home. Let the rest of us be free, open and make a living. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's one of those days where your to-dos are all over the place. On today's list, a teeth cleaning at 6 a.m., returning the not-so-fake cowhide rug at 9, scooping up a vintage stereo from Marketplace in Bethesda, at first to show up with Cash PM, and picking up Cousin Rick at Reagan at 3 a.m. Zip if, odd errands, at odd hours. With Zipcar, you can book cars near you in D.C. anytime you want, with gas included, which makes days like this, well, just another day. Join and drive in minutes at Zipcar.com. Yeah. I see yeah. that and I'm thought that is that, that was that's brilliant. Yeah. And Trump Biden, let's get into it. <laughs> nah. it it's funny how politics like we can disagree on music, a sports yeah. team, a sports team, yeah. a movie, but as soon as like you say something about like if I say something about Trump now and someone doesn't like it, boom, like all of a sudden I'm like and the thing Locked, is, a, unfriended. Australia, pretty well. This is a yeah. story that happened. This, this is a story that happened to me Wednesday night last week when I was blowing off some steam. <laughs> so you can imagine me on on the booze, and then this sort of happens, and I was trying to, <laughs> you know, like I think Trump, I find Trump quite entertaining. I think he's a funny bloke. I kind of like him. Yeah. yeah. I don't live in America though. I can't vote for him. Yeah. Australians are acting like they fucking get to vote <laughs> as well. And with, with, with the, oh, they are. With the debate, um, yeah. I, did, I did see a clip. And all I did was repeat what Trump said. All I did yeah. was repeat what, and I just found it funny. He said to Biden, Biden, I've done more in 47 months than you have done in 47 years. <laughs> And I can't remember what the post was on. This was on Facebook. Yeah. And you'll know why why I'm about to say it because we've spoken about this before and it's something that makes me angry. All I said was, yeah, I I wrote that on a comment. Someone I'm friends with on Facebook said, that's sarcasm, right? I was like, no, not at all. Next reply, you're an AUAK ambassador. I'm like, you fucking kidding? Yeah, like you're gonna bring that shit up all because of, of a little comment I made, and we've spoken yeah. about that before, and it really yeah. pisses me off when people want to bring the fact up. But this person that said it, I've never yeah. met. We've been friends on Facebook for a few years. I think they wow. worked with my, I think they worked with my parents a few like years ago when I was yeah before. Anyway, this person, I won't say his name. 
he came to me a couple of years ago after, you know, seeing I was at RUIK ambassador. He said, Matt, I'm depressed. I'm struggling. I need help. Yeah. Me, me being an ambassador, I knew what to do. I sent him a bunch of numbers and all the information he needed to get help. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm not a counsellor, you know, but I know where to go to give people help to then make the steps. Yep. A few, few months later, sends me a message. Matt, thank you so much for your help. So grateful. I've got a job now. Like, I'm happy. I just, you know, he was so appreciative. But then for him, throw that back in my face after I made a comment about Trump and it wasn't anything. All I said was about the 47 months and 47 years. I find that funny. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, yeah he... You know, he blocked me straight away. And usually it's sort of, I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go again. But you know what? I'll share it too because I'm not I'm not going to put up with it. And yeah. I, yeah. I shouldn't, you know. Like, t- tell me a perfect day. Are you okay, ambassador? Everyone, yeah. you know, there, there is none. There is none. Yeah, and, and and what you talk about there is something that's dreadfully wrong in the world, you know, just mm-hmm. because you've got one, like, I, I've, I've got my own thoughts and, of course, I've got my own biases. So yeah. when I read something I'm go, or I look at something, I'm going to see that through my eyes, just as yeah. you do. That yeah. doesn't mean that we're wrong. No. So... And there are things that we disagree on and there are things that we probably agree on. But the yep. reality is that doesn't change who we are to each other. It's, it doesn't change who we are to our friends. So, you know, no. fundamentally I find this binary thinking just wrong, you know. And just because you've said something that could be perceived as being positive about Trump doesn't make you any less of a are you okay ambassador just because that other person has obviously got a perception about Trump or potentially triggered about Trump or whatever it is, that's their response. That's their response. That's their reaction. And that's no bearing on your quality of are you okay ambassadorship. And this is what people have to start to understand and be more tolerant about, you know, understanding that people have their own biases. You know, and one of the things that um, sort of, you know, and I'm I'm going to be quite open here, I, I watched a couple of the NBA final games. Yep. And the last thing that I want to see while I'm watching basketball is basketball players with Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. I want to watch basketball. I don't want to be given a political statement, regardless whether I support it, whether I don't support it, or whether I think it's, you know, whatever. The reality is that I want to watch people play basketball. And if they're going to have something on the back of their jersey, I'd like that to be their name. So I know that if it, if LeBron's going up for a dunk, I know it's LeBron. Uh, so, but, but so I don't agree with the fact that the NBA are making a political uh, statement. However, I understand why they are. I understand that they see themselves as being able to influence people. So they're making their, so they're creating what they see as a positive stance around that influence. So I understand that. I can look at both sides and I think, yeah, if I was in that position, if I had influence over people, what sort of a statement and what would sort of a world would I like to see? That doesn't mean I'm going to agree with what it is, but it just means that um, I can see both sides of it. And I think, and I think that's what we miss. Yeah, it is. And I think another reason they have done it is because if they didn't do it, all of a sudden they would be against it. Yeah, It's like you're, you're <laughs> not doing something about that. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? Going I, back to going back to Trump and Biden, yeah. I another perfect example of this. I got yeah. a follower on Instagram. He's got you know a lot of followers, and someone attacked him and said, "You follow Trump." 
blah, 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 and, like, went off. So he, like, replied on, like, a video. I think it may have been a question, like, in the Instagram question, like, why you follow Trump? And he was like, actually, I follow Biden as well. But they sort of obviously, they obviously missed out. Like, why does it have to be A or B? Why can't you like apples and oranges? Yeah. Why can't you you follow, you know? Yeah. A lot of people I know that are on Twitter will actually go out of their way to follow people they don't agree with just so that they are getting both sides of the argument, both sides of the discussion. Because one of the biggest challenges that we have is that concept of bias, you know. Um, but but an, another, and once again, this is me to a T, you know, I, I saw some of the NBA players with equality on their back, um, so the word equality, and I thought, okay, I wonder what that looks like in the NBA, equality, right? And without being cynical or smart-ss or anything, I looked it up. So... The amount, of, the amount of white players in the NBA is decreasing every year. And I think African-American players now make up, you know, it's in the 80s, 80% yeah. of the players in the NBA. So when they're talking about equality, they're talking obviously about equality around the world. Yeah. But if you really wanted to narrow that down into, you know, and once again, I'm not being a smart-ass with this, if you really wanted to narrow it down, say, what does that equality look like? And, of course, then you've got team owners and the majority of them are, you know, Republican, white males. So, you know, it, it encompasses quite a lot. But but yeah. from a playing point of view, what are they doing from an equality stance to get more white people playing <laughs> basketball at the highest level? Yeah. Or those white, yeah. skinny, five-foot-eleven guys playing. What are they doing? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's it's an interesting conversation because, um, yep. but but it was something that you know, as I said, it, it's like the NRL a couple of years ago. Remember they had Macklemore at the um, yeah at the grand final, and, and they and same he love. yeah, that's it. So yeah, and yeah. it was uh, you know that's that's admirable. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Bringing bringing awareness to a social cause. The players weren't wearing rainbow singlets or they, they weren't pl- wearing rainbow badges. When the players played the game, they played the game. The NRL said, we'll make a stance. And it's like Indigenous round every year for both the NRL and AFL. Um, it is a really strong community spirit stance and yeah. you've got to support that. Um, yeah. But but once again, you don't have the players in the AFL running around with Black Lives Matter on the back of their shirts. Yeah. So I so I think the NBA have. It's interesting because you look at the viewership of both the NBA and the NFL, and also the National Hockey League, and their viewership is dropping. Oh really? So yeah. So um, so some people would say that's just systematic that Americans are racist. Um, whereas other people would say, well, no, I'm just tired of having stuff jammed down my throat when all I want to do is watch a football game. So, yeah, that was like me with, with Mask. I was sick of seeing Mask, and I won't post a photo with Mask, but John Bon Jovi's just released an album, um, and he actually wrote a song about COVID, and it's done in a way that you wouldn't know it's about COVID in a way, yeah. but the music video is him wearing a mask, walking through New York and it's empty, which sort of is really, like, really nice to see. It it sort of touches your heart, like, and, you know, going into Walmart and helping people. And, yeah, it's it's good. Do what you can if anyone wants to check it out. Um, Speaking, yeah, and speaking about rock icons, Eddie Van Halen passed away. Yeah, rest in peace, yeah. What's your favourite Van Halen song, my friend? (laughs) Jump, jump's um, good. Jump. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a big shout-out here to um, someone that I haven't seen for many, many years, a guy called Ryan Heath, who I used to go to school with at Corinda High, and he got me on to um, Panama by Van Halen. I oh, used to yeah, love yeah. it. I used to yeah. hate it, only because I didn't really appreciate 
Ryan as much as what maybe I should have. But um, that's now one of my go-to songs. You got to play Panama. So yeah. yeah. So I actually, you know, I talk about this being therapy, but I actually saw a therapist last night. Yeah. What What's the deal there? What happened? Well, I've nothing. That's the thing. Like I've seen a therapist before over the years. Obviously, yeah. you know, losing losing dad and the way he passed away and all that. And you know, yeah. I've only I've only ever seen a therapist when things are too much and quote unquote things are bad. But I feel really good. So I thought, you know what? I'm feeling good. I want to talk to yeah. a therapist. I want to get some stuff out. And I know a lot of people that do it just as like a monthly thing, not because they're yeah. not because they're struggling. It's, it's sort of like training, like, you know, playing NBA, they still train for that game. And that's yeah. how I see therapy. It's just, yeah. And it was, it was really good. We did it via Zoom. She was up in Brisbane. So it was, <laughs> you know, it's been, it's been a lot of FaceTime this week, which is good. And yeah, and that's when I realised last night I was telling her about the beach and how I didn't feel alone for once. Yeah, seeing yeah. people down in St Kilda Beach, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, Melbourne, you go, yeah. fucking let's, you know, we, we can do it." And I've got so much good coming up. Looking, I'm looking forward to. It. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know yeah. once things open up, my life's going to get very fast. Like straight up to the studio, see mum and dad. Yeah, you know, I know. I know so many things that happened. So many firsts, like you know, road from yeah. that car, and so. And I, I do recommend, like you know, seeing a therapist. It's not for everyone, but it's good. It, it yeah. keeps you know, get that shit out to a stranger, and yeah, it keeps it keeps me ticking. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone needs that that person that they can do that. You know, and yeah. one one of my best friends. It's really interesting because um, <clears throat> up here, I've um, I'm I'm part of a chamber of commerce, and we've started a blokes in business initiative. Yep. So, and it and it the concept is fundamentally we're sitting around a campfire and we're having a chat, right? Yeah. So it's a safe space where blokes can you know hopefully feel comfortable enough to be able to open up because as we know. Yep. Male suicide rates are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all sorts of stats that say men just don't do that well, being able to talk through stuff. Oh, they, they, um, they hold it in and, yeah. So one of my mates works for a, an organisation here and I actually asked his boss to come in and, you know, be the what we call the guest conversationalist. So share a bit of his story and, and it's in the camping industry. So, yeah. you know, there's some really good family conversations that happen when you're out camping. And so yeah. John's, John's the guy's name and he was sharing his story. And then it came time for my mate to share his story and um, the big fella struggles to to talk about his own emotions in many ways. You know, he yeah. um, he he's the stoic leader of of the family. He's got three daughters, um, and he really does struggle to to bring that down into that level of vulnerability that enables us to strengthen. So so yeah. so it was really a real contrast there between because John openly shared some amazing stories about you know the the path that he chose some of the thoughts and the feelings that he had when he was out camping with his family and then the the big fella my mate he talked openly about not much at all outside of this is how we market and this is how we build our campus so yeah. so when you so when you've got someone so close to you that really struggles with that it really struggles with that opening up um yeah. you know so and th- going to see a therapist is certainly or having that confidence within your life where you can do that isn't a sign of weakness for people Not it's actually all. a sign of strength because what you're doing is you're openly talking about it so yeah. you know another another one of my mates uh, Maddie was has been going through a cancer scare 
So, and, you know, this is a mate from high school. I don't see him anywhere near as much. You know, I've been trying to make contact with him over the last couple of weeks just to see how he's going. I know he's having a tough time. Um, So I rang another one of my old mates and, um, you know, just to get a bit of an update. And Scotty sort of told me that SAC... um, the the cancer had been the secondary cancer had been found and reduced and they've been able to cut it out so at the moment he's cancer free and honestly yeah. I felt like crying yeah, I yeah, felt right. like crying yeah. Yeah. and like and and I just thought that's fucking and I felt like crying because it's such positive great news yeah um and and I'm more than happy to admit that that um you know that that was just made me well up you know yeah. just to hear that those words and then uh sack rang me back a little bit later on and you know the emotions was very much there I so bet. yeah one thing i heard recently and it sort of triggered me and it sort of it's why i sort of feel good at the moment i was yeah. listening to a i was listening to a podcast between two actors and the main actor was getting interviewed was Jared Padalecki, if anyone out there knows of him. The guy interviewing asked, do you suffer from anxiety? And Jared quickly shot down the word suffer. He's like, no, 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 I don't suffer because suffering is a choice. And yeah. pain, pain, anxiety, that'll go away. And anxiety, yeah. is, it is just a feeling. And just hearing that, he said, suffering is a choice. Yeah, yeah. And I, heard, I heard that and that just, you know, you know, in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Fuck Dan. Victoria's fucked at the yeah. moment. Yeah. But I can't, I can't control that. I'm not going to suffer anymore. I'm going to enjoy yeah. the time. I'm going to enjoy every day doing what I can do. Yeah. Until I can do more. Yeah. And and when we when we use words like trigger and whatnot, it's it's and once again, a lot of that is is simply a choice because you know when you were talking about what you posted the other day the guy who then responds negatively because you know he's arced up about it he's got a yeah. choice he's got a choice you know yeah. do i do I... so it's the reaction and the response that we have so I, I could get on here and say something that's incredibly offensive yeah. um, about someone or a race or a religion or and and ultimately me saying that on a conversation with you that gets yep. seen by you know a couple of hundred people maybe who knows um, it is probably not going to do that much damage to the world but someone listening to that mm. might get offended. But they're choosing yeah. to get offended. They are. Or they... Just like that person yeah. who chose to go on this person's Instagram to see if they follow Trump. Yeah. It's not like he announced he follows Trump. That, that yeah. person has gone to, to his followers on Instagram and chosen that. It's like when we see something we don't like, we're scrolling. Yeah. Why are you letting that offend you? Yeah, and I think it, I've been there. Like I said I've been, I've been in a negative place before, and now I see something. If it if it if it bothers me, I don't I don't give it, and I don't write anything. I just keep scrolling. I don't let it offend me. And one thing I heard is another guy I follow, James Smith. People ask him how he deals with hate, and he's very simple. Says I don't. Mm, he, yeah, he get he gets hate, moves on. That's it. Yeah. I don't know it's easy said to done because, it, you know, sometimes you just want to, like, you know, put up your fist and, you know, but yeah. what, good, what good does it do? I'm not saying don't defend yourself. Like, yeah. I was defending myself with this whole mask thing, yeah. you know. And and um, it's it's not about ignoring it. So, but but it is about where do I put my energy and where should I be putting my energy? So, so yeah. So, and we choose our battles, and there are some battles out there that people are choosing that I, I, I'm still at a loss as to why they're choosing it because the inbuilt effect of them choosing that battle doesn't necessarily help them attain what they want to achieve within their life anyway. So, it, it, yeah. 
it's funny you say that cheesy battles because that was that was the original name of my current ep oh it was yeah it was the, the cover was choose your battles and it was two blokes with boxing gloves on yeah that was the original cover that was a couple of years ago now but wow. yeah so it's funny you say that because i like that choose your battles <laughs> it, it, it's good yeah and it's more of an energy flow than anything else we want our yeah. energy to be going into a positive space it's yeah. going to help us, not hurt us. And so many yeah. people are putting energy into actions and thoughts and behaviours that hurt them. And But they don't see that. They're not seeing the hurt that they're causing to themselves. Um, but, you know, we, we talk about anxiety and depression and all of that's going up, and I'm really pleased that people can talk about that in a lot greater openness and people are more aware of it. But we've also got to learn to be more resilient because not everything's going to go our way in life you know yeah, you know the, the, it's life's not fair we know that yeah <laughs> you know, we know you can yeah. you can play guitar you had the commitment and the dedication to learn how to play a guitar i have a guitar uh, I, I swear everyone has a guitar oh, whoop <laughs> i have a guitar let me just put my speaker back in. So I have a guitar. And I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's about <laughs> it. And, and I don't find that particularly fair that you had a bit more dedication and commitment to learning a craft yeah. than what I did. But that's life. That's life. Now, it, it doesn't mean that I'm never going to, it doesn't mean that I'll never or that I'll always never be able to play the guitar. Maybe one day I'll find that commitment to do it. But um, it's finding what works for you. Like I never yeah. had less. I never had lessons, but I just wanted to play the songs that I loved. So yeah. learning the songs that I love has taught me guitar. Yeah. You know, so and now I've got the keyboard and that was the first, you know, mum made me take lessons when I was, I think I was single digits. I wish I. Could. How are you, Karen? How are you, Karen? I wish I kept at it because I would have been like brilliant now. And now, I'm, you know, I can play, but it's there's there's playing and it's you know. A mate asked me, he's like, "Man, can you actually play?" I said, "My hands can play, but up here, like I don't know what to play yet, sort of thing." Yeah. Like, so still getting. It's very different to the to the guitar. Yeah. But, and 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 I'm awesome on air guitar, so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say guitar hero, Tony. No, no, I wasn't even good on that. The kids would flog me mercilessly on that. So. Yeah. All right, Maddie, running out of time. So anything else that we need to cover before we sign off? I just on our say, very first YouTube live. YouTube live. I just want to say a big happy 30th birthday to my friend, Cat Lewis. Wow. Hello. Our, Happy birthday, Cat. Yeah, Cat, aka Koala Lumpa. That's my nickname. Funny, funny story. <laughs> I was I was on the phone to Mum last night, and I, I also. How told are you, Kat, Karen? I told Cat this because it was fun. It was funny. I said, "Oh, yeah. Mum, it's my friend, my friend's, my friend Cat's birthday tomorrow." Mum goes, "Who gives a fuck?" I was like, "Mum." She thought I meant it was my friend's cat, as in the animal's <laughs> birthday. Mum was like, who gives a fuck? But no, my friend, her name is Cat. So happy yeah, birthday, Cat. Hope, hope she's had a great day. She's down in Tassie and I can't wait to get down and we can catch up. Excellent. You'll be well, able to go to Tassie soon. They're opening up their borders. October 26th, just everyone except I'm, us. I'm um, actually planning a trip to Adelaide. Oh, nice. You did mention that last yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, I've got um, a friend down there that's going to be putting on a workshop uh, for me and uh, she'll be doing the marketing and uh, and the everything. So we've put together a bit of a concept called uh, Rediscovering You. And awesome. It's, uh, yeah, it should be cool. So um, looking at the flights as we speak now. But even like we're four weeks away and, and you're still thinking, okay, 
I know. I'm, conf- I'm confident we can do this, but you never know. And like every year, we go to Yambar in northern New South Wales on a camping trip. And I and yeah. um, this afternoon, I caught up with one of my mates who goes with us, and you know they're not going. They've cancelled. They've cancelled their holidays. They don't because at the moment, based on our border bubble, we're actually just out of reach from where we go. So if it stays oh. like that, we're not going to be able to get there anyway. So they've just made the call. They're not going to go this year. So we've been going for like 20-odd years. Wow. So we and the reality is that, you know, once you stop going, it's probably hard to kick start it again. So but mm. anyway, that's that's COVID for you. Yeah, that is COVID. Oh. <laughs> All right, buddy. Always oh, good. No. Thanks, Always. everyone, for tuning in. Um, unbeknownst to to just about everyone, our live feed has certainly not gone off. However, <laughs> this no, is all uh, about Biden debate. <laughs> it's all about persistence, isn't it? And we That's just it. enjoy the conversation. We love anyway. it. We show up. Yep. We do it. We love it. Episode six: Bailey and Curly, unfiltered, unhinged, and totally. Now, well, Un- almost unrecognizable. So, Un- almost. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And we'll see you all again next Thank God that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped. So you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.